Good evening. Hey, this is Daryl Smith, and I just want to talk to you briefly about the Word of God and His God's great plan and instructions for us to live by. I want to talk to you from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. And with all the turmoil and everything that's occurring in the world today, I want to talk to you about uh, God's word, because that's what we stand on. That's what we live by. God's standards. God's word has standards. He has integrity in his word, and he wants us to be holy, as he said. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Now, we can't be holy without a special thing that God gave us. When his son, Jesus Christ, died on the Calvary's cross, he died for our sins, but he sent us a comforter in the Holy Spirit. And we cannot fulfill God's perfect plan and his instructions and in living by the word unless we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. So I want to talk to you briefly from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. And it says, These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devised wicked plans, feet that are swift and run into evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. Now, as I mentioned, we hear a lot of things going on in this political world. Uh, we hear the politics of the Republicans, the Democrats, the independents. I don't care if you're pro-Trump. I don't care if you're anti-Trump. I don't care if you're pro-Biden or anti-Biden. I don't care what your stance is in the political realm. But what I am concerned with is your, your integrity, your hearing and truly hearing what God's word says. There's standards. God's not going to bend it to the left or to the right for any person. He has a standard. As he mentioned in the, in the book of the prophets, there's a plumb line. It's a standard. It's like whenever you're building a building, you have a lever that gives you whether it's going to be even or not. God talks about that, and he wants us to constantly, constantly live by his word. Not by what man says, but by his word. Here we go. Let's look at it. It says, number one, a proud look. What is a proud look? Arrogance. Uh, we look at it thinking too highly of ourselves. Uh, thinking that we are much better or than others along the way. And we have to remember what God says. God resists the proud, but he what? Shows grace to the humble. Not just that in our actions, but really deep down in our heart, the core of everything. God already knows what's in there. So we need to quit faking the funk, as they say, and live holy, be right. Let's be honest with God. 
confess our sins, because the Bible says that we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But what we want to do is come clean. God already knows. He's just waiting for us to come clean with him. So let's get back to the word. I'm sorry I diverted, but it says six things the Lord hates, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look. Why is, why pride? Pride kicks in. We think too highly of ourselves. And we see a great example in the Bible. And it comes from the archangel Lucifer. Lucifer was very prideful. And he was so prideful that it caused him uh, the, the opportunity or the not being able to spend or eternity in heaven with God, but to be condemned to hell. So pride is something that that separates us from God. Another thing is a lying tongue. What is a lying tongue? We all know what that is. No doubt about it. When something's true, it's true. When something's false, it's false. I mean, we see this in this political arena now, and it's becoming so every day, which is terrible. It's a terrible thing. But on both sides, you know, I'm not saying uh, just the Democrats or just the Republicans on both sides. Let's stick to the word of God. Let's live the life. Let's apply it in our lives. And let's do what God says do. A lying tongue. Making up lies just because you you it sounds good to to one set of people or just saying a lie because uh, I want to get out of trouble. You know, th- this is something that God's not pleased with, not pleased at all. Hands that shed innocent blood. Who are the innocent? Uh, widows, people with uh, that haven't done anything wrong. But yet we uh, see it a lot of times uh, in life. We see innocent people going to jail. We see guilty people getting off. We, we, we see it in life and it's disheartening for people at times. If you don't if you don't get rooted in the word of God, it could cause you your life and an opportunity, eternal life with Jesus Christ and God the Father. A heart that devise wicked plans. We're seeing this a lot of times. We see uh, people running scams. We see people uh, uh, attacking or or scamming out older people for their finances or or scamming people to get in things that only certain people are going to make money or certain people are going to uh, benefit from it. But these are things that God is not pleased with, a heart to devise wicked plans, keeping certain people out, uh, keeping certain people in, uh, not being balanced or not being equal across the board where the playing field should be even. Uh, <laughs> it's an old uh, saying that they used to say about the Boston garden. 
they had certain places on the parquet floor that you bounce the ball, it would go instead of coming straight up, it would bounce a certain way. So you had the home court or home field advantage. And that's something that, you know, we need to abolish. God's not pleased in that. Feet that are swift to running to evil. Oh, constantly, oh, this is going on. Let's get this fight going. Let's let's get this crowd going. Atifa, you know, whatever's going on. We we're seeing this in our society. And God is displeased. Even though he said in the last days they'd take evil for good and good for evil. Even though it's God's word. Open our eyes. Let's see for ourselves. Let's not be deceived by society or the tricks and the schemes of the enemy. Father, we pray that eyes be open. That's what you want your prayer to be. You want your eyes to be open, your hearts to be open, so that you will see truly what's going on. You think about the, uh, Elijah's um, uh, helpmate and helper and how that when they were on Mount Carmel, he said, open his eyes that he'll see. And when his eyes were open, how that he saw a great cloud of angels and witnesses and chariots and the army that were with them was greater than the army that was against them. We want our eyes to be open fully. And it says the next thing is feet that are swift to run into evil. Don't get involved in things that are wrong. Just because your friend is in it. And my mom and dad used to say, well, if your friend jump off the bridge, are you? Think about it. When people are doing evil, your friend or whatever, and you jumping in, a lot of times they may not be the ones that are end up in jail or what whatever. It may be you. But what I'm getting to is the fact that don't be swift to join in with evil. Why? Why? For a quick thrill? For a quick set of money? It may be good, right? right at the beginning but in the end know for a fact that your sins will be revealed a false witness who speaks lies and one who discords or sows discord among brethren so whenever we look at the word of God we see these things that it's not man it's not me it's not you but these are things that God hate. And actually he says they are an abomination. So when we see these things that are going on, when we look in our own personal life and we are part of this, don't you know that you're vexing God? Don't you know that the Holy Spirit that wants to indwell within you and be a part of you and to live large in you, don't you know for a fact that you're grieving? The Bible clearly states that God is a holy God. He's a God of, of 
mercy and grace, yes, but he calls for us to be holy. My prayer for you today and for me is that we start to, that we lay aside every weight, as the Bible says, but that we will live for God. We listen to this. Let this be a beginning point in in our life. If we if we a new commitment, let this be it. Let us say, "Hey, Father, I've I've sinned somewhere. I've, I've I don't know what your your stronghold may be, but what I'm getting to is this: God knows us. You know yourself, but He knows you even better." Let's start taking hold to the word of God. Let's live the word of God. And not only that, but let us be bold to speak up when we see wrong. When we look at things, when we join in a lot of times, I wanted to tell you this. uh, As I was reading the other day, it was saying um, about the fool. Whenever we talk to a fool or a scoffer or somebody that don't believe, you know, it says that, that, um, where is it? Yeah. Do not correct the scoffer lest he hate you. Now, he who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself is what I wanted to mention. It's in uh, verse, uh, chapter nine, verse seven. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. So a lot of times on Facebook and on all these social media things, we get in in uh, wars with uh, one another. We keep talking about, uh, uh, well, Trump's this and Trump's that or, yeah, I'm getting political right now. But my thing is this. You are not going to convince somebody if they are dogmatically about their belief. We need to leave it alone. There's been instances where people been on Facebook, said things, and people actually looked them up and boom, next thing you know, somebody's shot or somebody's dead. Why? Because of just getting in the mix, getting involved in something that, you know, you could have left aside. My thing is, be holy, live holy. Let's not let this political agenda of the left or of the right consume us. We were here, put here for a purpose. A purpose to glorify God purpose to magnify the King of Kings and Lord of Lord. But yet we get entangled so much and so many things along the way where we miss the mark. Let's take heed to the word. Let's start living it. And let's apply it. Let God get the glory in our life and all that we do. And this will be a blessing to us all. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you because we know that it is upon your word 
in which we stand. The solid foundation in which we stand is your word. Let us, Lord, lay aside every weight that so easily besets us. And let us grab hold to your word, live it. Father, fill us with your precious Holy Spirit because we need you, especially in a day like this. We glorify you, the awesome King that we serve, the almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who restores and renews. We glorify you forever and ever. Amen.